Depending on how you look at it, Bitcoin is down today. The stock market's down today. That correlation seems to be back. And Plan B is on another two-week hiatus. However, if you look at it in dollar-cost averaging terms, Bitcoin's pretty much exactly where it was this time last week. And the week before that. And the week before that. And the week before that. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. Hello, you sexy sat stackers, and welcome to the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, and that means it is DCA Wednesday. I am once again on the road, which seems to be a pretty common theme for this podcast. However, uh, we are going to get our stack on, and there is not a whole lot of important news that I wanted to cover today. Bitcoin is down today following the stock markets and other markets in giving up some of their recent gains. However, ironically, it is exactly right back where it was uh, pretty much the last four episodes in a row, uh, the last three or four episodes in a row anyway, we've purchased right in the $23,000 range. And along those lines, let's get into a look at the vital statistics. At the time of this recording, we are sitting at a blockchain block height of 749876 and Bitcoin is currently valued at a price of 23,330 US dollars per Bitcoin or 4286 sats per cuckbuck. Uh also right in line with the last 3 episodes if you wanted to trade your shiny metal rocks for Bitcoin, it will cost you 13.3 ounces of gold to buy one Bitcoin, the exact same amount of gold it would have cost last week and the week before, and approximately the same as the week before that. As I had mentioned in previous episodes, Bitcoin has been stuck in this twenty-two dollars to $24,000 range for at least the last five or six weeks, uh, and it seems like every Wednesday uh, it had just rallied to a new higher high somewhere in the $24,700, $800 range, maybe touching $25,000 depending on which exchange you look at, only to fall back into the $23,000 range in time for us to make our stack. And hopefully that remains the case by the time I'm done talking and we'll be able to scoop up another 86,000 sats or so today. One Bitcoin will currently score you 1,398 Papa John's pizzas. That's not too shabby. That's 3.83 years of pizza or three years and 10 months. You can feed a family of four once a day for almost four years for just one Bitcoin. And if you value your wealth in oil, oil has gotten a little cheaper compared to Bitcoin, uh, with one barrel of oil costing you 250, correction, with one Bitcoin scoring you 250.7 barrels of oil at a price of 398,812 sats per barrel. And for those of you following Bitcoin's market capitalization, that is down just a tiny bit from last week, but still pretty similar to where we were ringing in at a market capitalization of $446.2 billion. And the mempool is looking about the same as it was last week as well. It's going to take you approximately, well, there's 
<clears throat> there's approximately 12 blocks worth of transactions pending, and that will cost you about 12 sats per block, only 12 sats per block to guarantee that you will be in the next, that your transaction will be included in the next block. However, as usual, one sat per byte transactions will still clear within a day, usually later in the evening, um, but they're estimating that uh, it, they will clear within 24 hours and definitely within a couple of days if for some reason uh, transaction volumes stay heavy. Although, looking at my favorite transaction metric, my favorite metric, the 24-hour transaction rate, that is down. And if you know, I keep saying that I like to see the 24-hour transaction rate above three transactions per second. Anytime we're above 3.15 or 3.4, that, that pi number I like to see, uh, 3.14 transactions per second, Bitcoin seems to be doing fairly well. And anytime we're below three transactions per second, it is not. And along those lines, the current 24-hour 24 24-hour 24 transaction rate is only 2.95 transactions per second. That is the lowest that we have seen it in it in at least three weeks. Uh, and that was when we did a broadcast super early in the morning on a Monday morning. Uh, on a Wednesday to see it that low, you have to go back more than a month. So while I'm not a transaction analysis guy and while I don't have a crystal ball and uh, while I just think this is you know, this is just my observation, uh, it's holding true. Uh, like I said, we're below three transactions per second and Bitcoin is down. Although it's not down when you look at it from our dollar cost averaging term, dollar cost averaging terms, because it's exactly where it was last week when we made our purchase. Along the Bitcoin blockchain and mining <clears throat> theme, we are just 76 blocks away until the next Bitcoin mining difficulty adjustment. That's uh, less than a day. That's a little more than 11 hours. And that is currently forecast to be an increase in difficulty anywhere from 0.56 to 0.9%. That's a little more optimistic, a little bit less of an increase than last week when the estimators were anywhere between a 1% to a 5.2% difficulty increase. Obviously, you know, those numbers get more accurate the closer we get. You know, uh, forecasting is is a tricky business and something as fluid as as uh, the mining difficulty with all the hash rate coming online or not coming online if you look at the troubles that some of the major mining companies are having. But currently, blocks are averaging 9 minutes and 54 seconds per block. That's pretty close to that 10-minute average that Bitcoin wants to maintain and significantly slower than the 9 minutes and 30 seconds that they were streaming in last week. Uh, they had been averaging 9 minutes and 30 seconds per block during the epic last week. So clearly Bitcoin has slowed down, and that's why the forecast has reduced as well. So uh, before we speak again, there will have been a Bitcoin difficulty adjustment uh, and mining difficulty adjustment of anywhere from a half a percent to almost a percent increase. Real quick, I want to thank those of you who are listening to us on your favorite podcasting 2.0 app, such as the Fountain app and the Breeze Wallet, etc. I know there are some of you out there who are doing so because I can see the sat streaming in, and that is really cool. So thank you. You know, um, that helps support the podcast. And it, more importantly than that, uh, it's really rewarding and gratifying. It's that kind of like that social media, social media dopamine rush where when you get likes on a post, you know, it, it boosts, your, boosts your morale or boosts your online ego. Uh, and seeing those stats come in is very rewarding. So again, thank you. And if you're not familiar with what Podcasting 2.0 is, uh, Podcasting 2.0 is the value for value model. 
You can listen to any of your favorite podcasts for free, but it allows you to stream your favorite podcast sats either based on a per minute basis. You can stream like a sat per minute or whatever you choose based on what you feel the value that you're getting out of that podcast is. And it will also let you tip your favorite podcast one time by, by, by sending a boost. And if you're listening, at least on the fountain app, that boost, since it comes in lightning can be a message. So you can send a tip with a message to your favorite podcast, or you can just keep listening for free. And some of you are streaming a set. So thank you for those of you who are, and thank you for everyone who's listening as well. Uh, it's rewarding to see the stats uh, that you are listening to the podcast, and hopefully that means you're enjoying it. All right, <clears throat> on to the news. Bitcoin is pretty much exactly where it's been for the last month. We've purchased in that $23,000 range the last four episodes in a row. It seems like there have been dips and rallies all along the way. Usually the night before I get ready to record this podcast, Bitcoin is higher. It's been up somewhere like 24000 or almost 25000 only to dip again on Wednesdays, which is cool because, you know, the cheaper you can buy Bitcoin, the better. Plan B is still calling a bottom, tweeting yesterday, quote, yes, yes, macro and all, but that's priced in and stocks are already back to the, to, are already back at end 2021 levels. BTC to follow, question mark. <clears throat> Pardon me. Of course, Bitcoin and the stock markets are all down again, and Plan B tweeted just a couple hours ago that he is off sailing and won't be tweeting for the next two weeks. Uh, and uh, that that happens in the August and September time frame. That's the sailing season for Plan B. Uh, but it also seems to be that whenever uh, he does tweet that, it's when Bitcoin's kind of mushy on price action and Maybe that's buying him two weeks to see how this shakes out. Who knows? I don't want to read his mind. And uh, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily a Plan B hater, nor was I a Plan B fanboy. But just for fun, if you were following the stock to flow model, the current stock to flow price of Bitcoin is estimated to be $102,498 per Bitcoin. Clearly, we are not there. But again, that stock to flow target is an average for the entire cycle. Um, so, you know, again, I'm not a, t a, a transaction analysis guy or a charts guy, but um, there are a lot of people out there hating on the stock-to-flow model, even though, if you recall, it's a stock-to-flow cross-asset cross model that predicted $150,000 Bitcoin, and the stock-to-flow model, I think, only predicted $50,000 Bitcoin. So was it wrong? Who knows? Only time will tell. But again, all that really matters is zoom out, Look at that chart on the long-term basis, and it has definitely been up and to the right. Also in the news, the laughably entitled, no, hilariously titled Inflation Reduction Act was signed into law. This bill spends an extra $740 billion to $800 billion, with the White House claiming, however, that will actually lower the deficit by $1.5 trillion, mostly because of massive tax hikes and the new army of an additional 87,000 IRS agents, which are going to conduct an estimated 1.2 million additional audits on American citizens every year to squeeze every last penny out of you. Of course, these large spending bills are always scored by the Congressional Budget Office as not costing you any money, and we have seen where that has ended up time after time. Along those lines, the Congressional Budget Office this time, for example, estimates that the Inflation Reduction Act will cost the middle class, middle class families alone an extra $20 billion. Uh, this is clearly not disinflationary, but I don't think anybody seriously believes that the Inflation Reduction Act was really about inflation at all. 
It's a massive spending bill. It's basically a pared down version of their Green New Deal that uh, Senator Manchin had scuttled by refusing to be the tie-breaking vote uh, to put them over that 50 votes in the Senate until he came up with the Schumer Agreement, uh, which let all these bills that have been passed in the last week or so finally get through. Um, But regardless of what the talking heads are saying, it's important to remember what inflation is. And the best way to understand inflation was with that time-old quote by Milton Friedman, where he reminds us that, quote, inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon in that sense, in the sense that it is and can be produced only by a more rapid increase in the quantity of money than in output, end quote. So many people out there still believe, and I believe this is by design, that inflation means that you see that things are getting more expensive. And at least Austrian economists will remind you that inflation is not an increase in the value of an increase in the cost of goods. It's a decrease in the value of money and how money becomes more worthless. If you look at the supply and demand model, that means if there's more money chasing after the same amount of goods, then it's going to cost you more of that money to buy those goods. Obviously, if you print trillions of dollars, those dollars are worth less money. So it reflects in looking like prices of goods have gone up when in all reality, money has just become more worthless. All right, like I said, I'm on the road, so let's get moving right along to the real reason we're here, and that is to make our DCA stack. Again, it is DCA Wednesday. If you're just following us and you don't know what DCA is, DCA is short for dollar cost averaging, and dollar cost averaging is, quote, an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals regardless of price. For example, this will be our 55th stack, We started stacking over a year ago on July 28th. So far, we've stacked, uh, this is going to be our 56th stack, I believe. We've stacked 55 times for a total of uh, $1,100 in U.S. dollar terms, including $24.75 in fees. Uh, The reason we chose $20 is because I wanted to show that, um, well, every time you look online, whether it's Twitter or Reddit, you hear people asking, is it too late? Or I only have maybe $50. Is it even worth investing? And I wanted to show that even investing as little as $20 over time, if you dollar cost average, that'll actually add up to a pretty decent stack. I also wanted to show um, that um, even if uh, even if you only invest, even if you can only invest, well, like I said, $20 is a lot of money for, for some people out there. So you do you invest whatever you feel comfortable investing, but we wanted to show that even if you can only scrounge up $20, which is what most Americans or Europeans might spend at Starbucks or on breakfast or hitting a drive through on the way home from work, or definitely what you would spend if you have a couple beers after work, or maybe even a couple packs of cigarettes if you're a smoker. If you can just set aside that 20 bucks, maybe not drink that beer, maybe not smoke that pack of cigarettes, that it will add up over time. <clears throat> Again, what is important is that you're consistent And we chose weekly, but many people choose to invest whenever their paycheck comes in, whether that's weekly or bi-weekly. Some people invest monthly. Some people will invest daily. There are services out there that let you DCA hourly. Again, that really isn't super critical as long as you're consistent and reasonably regularly. I think weekly worked out pretty well for us. Uh, And while Bitcoin and any investment strategy, especially dollar cost averaging, is a long-term play, I think we've already proven that $20 a week has added up um, and that, well, what has it gotten us? It's gotten us a stack of 
uh, pardon me, I keep having to clear my throat. There's something where I'm at right now that is driving my allergies nuts. And I don't normally have really bad allergies, so this is kind of surprising. All right, so where was I? I was that, that, that $20 a week has built us a stack of almost 3 million sats, 2,889,300 sats. Uh, that is a pretty significant investment. And I don't think even if you're in the United States or Europe and you're feeling fairly comfortable, that that would be a laughable amount of Bitcoin. Certainly, if you're listening to us in Argentina, where 16% of our listeners are currently at, uh, 2,889 sats goes a long way. That would definitely be nothing to turn up your nose at. Most parts of the world, $1,000 worth of Bitcoin would be um, considered... Well, considering the average American has less than $500 in savings, 2.8 million sats uh, is a significant stack. Now, while it isn't putting you in that 21 million club yet, we're on the way. And depending on how long you keep stacking, we're going to get a lot closer, especially if we can keep stacking while Bitcoin remains low. So let's go ahead and make that stack. As usual, I make that stack using the Cash App. You can use whatever app you feel like. I think Cash App is the easiest way to stack, especially stacking little little amounts like $20 at a time. It will let you automate that stack, but I'm a glutton for punishment. I like to stare at the price charts and I like to make my prices manually. So to do so, we're going to open up that handy dandy Cash App. And the one nice thing I like about Cash App is that you don't have to have any money on Cash App. If you've got a debit card or bank card linked, it will allow you to add that money and it'll allow you to spend it. And most importantly, to transfer that Bitcoin out immediately. So that's pretty cool. Along those lines, if you don't have Cash App and you want to use Cash App, we do have a referral code in the show links. If you if you sign up for Cash App and you do so using that referral code, you'll get $5 free just for signing up and we'll get $5 free as well. And that's a cool way to support the, the podcast. You'll tip us five bucks and you'll do so for free. In fact, you'll get paid to do so. Uh, but I digress. I'm going to, uh, what did I say? I'm adding add that $20 and there it is. It's ready to spend. So... The next thing you do is tap on the little B logo in the bottom right-hand corner, tap buy, and it's going to ask you to confirm, and boom, we've purchased another 83,871 sats, and that's going to bring our stack up to 2,973,171 sats, but perhaps more importantly, or at least as importantly, that's going to drop our average cost basis down to $37,670.22. That is down by $401.29 compared to last week. Over the last month, we've dropped that average cost basis by more than $1,700. And if Bitcoin stays down or goes lower, we're going to keep lowering that average cost basis. Of course, if we start another bull run and Bitcoin goes up and moons, uh, once it crosses that $37,670 basis, we will be back in the profit. Of course, if you believe, as Adam Meister says, at TechBolt, the Bitcoin Meister, that Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. That, as he says, we're one day closer to, an all, to a new all-time high. If you follow that 210,000 block rule where Bitcoin is never, well, I think maybe this year kind of broke that rule. But in general, Bitcoin is always worth more four years uh, in the future than it was in the past. So if you take the Bitcoin price on any day and go back four years, uh, Bitcoin was worth less then. And the logic being that if you go forward four years, uh, Bitcoin will be worth more now. That has certainly been largely generally true in the entire history of Bitcoin. And if Bitcoin does hit that moon one day, if Bitcoin 
does moon to a million dollars or more, let's say Bitcoin hits with that one million dollar moon, uh, your stack will be worth $29,731.71. And there is no way you could argue that it's not one heck of a return uh, for our $1,100 worth of Bitcoin. Or $1,100 worth of USD that we've stacked in Bitcoin. All right. Well, that's going to be about it for this episode. Thank you for following along. I wanted to keep this one short and sweet because I am on the road and I've got things to do and people to see. But as always, we're going to get that DCA Wednesday stack in. If you have been enjoying us, please follow us on Twitter and like our like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. On Twitter, we are at BTC Bulletin Pod. And if you feel so inclined, we do have twip, tipping, <laughs> twipping, tipping enabled on Twitter. Of course, you can also support us directly through the anchor.fm support link, which is included in the show notes. And as we mentioned, those of you listening on your uh, Fountain app or your favorite podcasting 2.0 app, uh, for those of you who are streaming us sats, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to support the show and you are listening on podcasting 2.0 or would like to listen on podcasting 2.0, you can download any of those apps for free and start supporting the show uh, now. And uh, we thank you for those of you who have. Again, we have a couple referral links in the show notes. As I mentioned, we have that Cash App referral link. If you don't use Cash App and you would like to and you sign up using that referral link, you'll get five bucks free for doing so, and we will as well. We also have a Strike referral link in the show notes. I've spoken about Strike a couple times in a few episodes. Uh, Strike is a pretty interesting app that will let you send people Bitcoin. You can pay on-chain or you can uh, pay a Lightning invoice, and you can do so by sending Bitcoin, or you can do so by sending U.S. dollars, and they'll convert it to Bitcoin which is a neat way to spend Bitcoin without actually touching your stack. And if you'd like to give Strike a try, that referral code will get you $10 free for signing up. We'll get 10 bucks free too, and that'll be like tipping us 10 bucks and getting paid to do so. Um, but um, mainly, I just would like to hear your feedback. So you can DM us on Twitter or comment us on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter. Again, we are at BTC Bulletin Pod on Twitter. Or if you want to send us an email, you can do so by emailing us at bitcoinbulletin at protonmail.com. Until then, however, don't forget to join us every Wednesday. We're going to keep adding to the stack. But until then, keep on stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.